think on the surface that's not that big a deal, but what if it really started to shape the Penguins' protected list for the expansion draft? Good morning to you. Good Thursday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. Comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or baseball, I also offer up Daily Shots of Steelers and Pirates, right where you found this. Bluger's contract is for two years with an average annualized value, AAV as they call it, of $2.2 million. Nice deal for Teddy, who gets a pretty healthy bump up from his 775000 that he was making. And, and Teddy, before I get into the ramifications of it, is one of those guys... You actually like to see get paid, you know, and I I know there's still a lingering distaste for the amount of money that some people have, generally the older community. And you go, oh, millionaires, these guys, these million. Teddy is a guy who works so ridiculously hard who's so relentless in what he does, who will not leave the ice until the Zamboni people politely kick him off when they're up in Cranberry, that you actually could see him punching a time clock on the way out of the rink and the dollar figure adding up to $2.2 million, and you'd go, oh, yeah, that's about right. I'm happy for Teddy. Self-made player, how I always describe him. Similar to Brian Rust in that regard. These guys made themselves better players. Teddy was not supposed to be all of the things that he currently is. If the Penguins keep him, they will be a stronger team. They'll be every bit as deep as they were down the middle for the Islanders series. Meaning Sid, Gino, Jeff Carter and Bluger. But you get to the expansion draft part of the dialogue and things look, it's it's different. It's different. This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by Fubo TV. Monthly cost of cable is over 200 bucks. Fubo TV is 65 bucks a month to watch all the same channels. Our listeners, right now, Get a seven-day free trial and 15% off your first month by going to FuboTV.com slash DK. One more time, FuboTV.com slash DK. Check that out. I have it. It's really, really good. Teddy Bluger has a place on this team. That place, unless Carter were to move up to first line right wing, which I've suggested is at least worth considering, is at fourth line center. And as such, he would still appear to be a candidate to be exposed for Ron Francis and the Seattle Kraken. Here are the forwards that you absolutely, positively, unconditionally know that the Penguins are going to protect, at least I think. <laughs> Sid and Gino are pretty good bets. Jake Gensel and Brian Rust are excellent bets. You're allowed to protect seven 
I've given you four. I feel, I feel as if Jared McCann and Kasperi Kapanen both need to be on that list because of their youth, because of their skating, because of their speed, because of their goal scoring and everything else here. I don't feel like there should be any debate here. So now we're left with one spot for all of the following forwards. Pay close attention now because there will be a test at the end. Bluger, Carter, Brandon Tanev, Zach Aston Reese, Jason Zucker. You can only pick one. And this is why, by the way, the Vegas Golden Knights were in the Stanley Cup final in their very first year because they could do this to everybody. And every GM who butchered their protected lists or the trades that they made with George McPhee were left dangling a Jonathan Marcheseau off the edge of their list for some insane reason. How does Marcheseau end up in Vegas? How does he get exposed in an expansion draft? William Carlson, the list is really, really long. Alex Tuck, Minnesota. There's so many. There's so many. And Ron Francis is going to be able to assemble a pretty good team in Seattle. It won't be like the one Vegas did because the, the stuff that the Golden Knights did, the nefarious stuff, that, that's just never going to be replicated because GMs are going to learn their lessons. But if I'm Ronnie, I am looking first and foremost for top six type talent because I know I can just use my virtually unlimited cap space in a first year and fill out your role players. Go get your penalty killers and whatever else. You know? If a McCann or a Kapanen is left exposed, whoever it is out of those two, they will be a Seattle Kraken, presuming there can be a singular of the word Kraken, knowing that it's a plural. They will be a Kraken. <laughs> Who do you leave exposed? You want the list again? It's Bluger, Carter, Tanev, Aston Reese, and Zucker. You know who I'm keeping out of this group is Tanev. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know they just signed Teddy. I get it. I realize that that's an intent to keep him doesn't mean that they will it might mean that they signed him and paid him a little more than whatever somebody might think he's worth because he has a specific value to Mike Sullivan and the Penguins maybe this was seen as kind of like a hands-off thing I don't know maybe there's a trade coming maybe there's a trade coming where Ron Hextall says hey I'll give you this but keep your hands off of Bluger or Tanev those deals are going to happen no one likes them other than the expansion team's GM, but they're going to happen. The Penguins have a problem here. I can't watch Tanev leave when I know that a big part of what the Penguins need more of is Tanev. They need more Tanev. Okay? I mean, I... I I hate to keep pounding the same drum here, but I don't care that Teddy signed. 
I am still leaving Teddy exposed and I'm still protecting Tanev. Because there's no way, there's no way if I'm Francis and he had Jason Bottrell, who by the way is his assistant GM, sitting at PPG Paints Arena most of this season watching the Penguins, I'm sure he was really impressed with Teddy too. I'm positive he'll say get Tanev. When we come back, just one question. for just one question that's brought to you on this program always by the good people at the greater pittsburgh community food bank where they are recommitted to providing food for all of our neighbors in need across western pennsylvania and if you want to know why i emphasized the re it's because they have rebranded and they have refocused a lot of their efforts and facilities to become even more efficient and that's saying something considering they can currently take one dollar from you and turned it into five full meals for those in need. Visit pittsburghfoodbank.org to find out how they pull that off. Question comes from Matt Derzik, who asks, what's the temperature of Mike Sullivan's seat, in your opinion? Matt, I don't think there was a lot of ambiguity left following the elimination by the Islanders. One at a time, Hextall and then Brian Burke took turns basically singing about Sully. They, they loved what they saw of this coach. They believe they have their head coach. They believe that when people like me and you, Matt, start fussing over are they all on the same page if they ever get a tough guy will sully actually play him and that kind of stuff they believe that that stuff or at least they say that that stuff is uh, not just exaggerated but inaccurate they feel like they're really together now if the penguins were to have some horrific nine ten game start you can throw all that out the window because this is the nhl and the one and only reaction that anybody ever has, any executive, when a team starts slowly, is to dump the head coach. So the temperature of the seats is going to be based largely on the temperature of the hockey team once they get going in October. That said, you, you don't see the Penguins in general uh, over Sully's tenure being unprepared. You know, you'll have them be flat, including for long stretches, because that's just normal. That happens to every team. That happens to Stanley Cup champions. But Sullivan's status with the team is solid. Look at it this way, Matt. If you if you were to go, let's say, 20, 30 games and the Penguins looked like they were in some kind of trouble or needed a real kickstart to get going for the playoffs. If you're Hextall and or Burke, your comments that you had just made in May are going to resonate. You can't just turn the page on those. You can't say, well, we have a great coach. We have the coach we believe in. And then the first time something goes wrong, the first time somebody needs a boot to the rear end, 
it's the coach who pays for it, I think you'd see way more likely that they would try to do something personnel-wise as opposed to taking it out on a coach. So, no, I, I don't think that his seat is hot. You didn't ask it that way. You asked what temperature is. I don't know. Like, um, <laughs> 32 degrees Fahrenheit? How does that sound? I appreciate the question, Matt. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. We'll do another one. Of these tomorrow.